just he's had enough of being duped and these political factions doing all this weird underhanded shit so he's gonna give Brian a, a nod and he's gonna he's gonna back up and down the hall and head into one of the little side offices and real lightly he's gonna tap on the on the drywall this is you know all of course this is a if then if he's not immediately jumped he's gonna tap on the, the drywall and find where the studs are he's going back up to the the next wall in the room directly across from it and then he's just gonna run level himself out and shoot through the drywall into the the room where Brian is if that's the the way the floor plan will work out because he's assuming that if this is a set up there's going to be guys on the walls and everything so he just wants to take a way in that's unexpected and then he just wants to if he can you know start handing asses to individuals if that doesn't work uh, if he's ambushed beforehand then He's just going to do his best to get to Brian. I mean, that's his ultimate goal is to, to get to him to make sure that he's okay. Uh, if they do end up trying to use him as a hostage, uh, then I think he's got one of those, one left of those vector tactical sticks, and he'll use that to take out the the individual or whatever that's runs up to Brian. Um, if neither of these options work, um, he's just going to try to, to get to Brian as quickly as possible and then beat a hasty retreat. Um, you said they're up at the, the top of a building and uh, the rest of the buildings were kind of shorter than that. So he might do some kind of harebrained escape uh, out a window or, or something like that of using um, various materials inside that he could just grab quickly and you know break out a window and take Brian with him and plan on fate and contingency 
helping him out. So that's a couple of if-thens. Uh, but yeah, uh, the first one I said is the, the one that he's hoping for the most. And um, I know it's kind of belaboring the point, but um, what, if any, uh, fate is, is Brian showing? Because Morgan has a feeling that he's not your, your average person in, in that sense. So the if-then based on the notice roll, which uh, he has an 11, so that would have been 21 with his probability control since I rolled a 7. But since he notices that it's a booby trap, you know, Morgan's never really had any experience with anything. So I don't know what the, the nature of it would be if it was like a bomb tied to the chair or something along the walls or whatever, but I guess Morgan would just approach it as cautiously as possible and look at Brian and just kind of shake his head back and forth a little bit. Man, I don't know how to, how to deal with this, so we're just going <laughs> to... We're just gonna cross our fingers, and uh, it ends badly, man. I'm sorry. And Morgan's gonna rely on uh, contingency and luck, and I guess he'll he'll pull a wire, but at the same time, you know, get ready to take Brian out the closest window or down a hallway or the, the the quickest thing I'm not quite sure on what the setup is but be able to yank him and and dive or run or whatever and he you know he'll use his body as much to to shield him if things go wrong among the things that Morgan notices is that Brian has been dragging his chair across the floor in some sort of pattern. He's also caught up in trying to be aware of his environment, which is what leads him to notice the first tripwire. So as he's taking that in, somewhere in the back of his mind, the shapes Brian has like scraped in the dust on the ground start to come into focus but Morgan walks toward him carefully steps over the first trip wire follows where it goes to a small packet with a LED device of some kind on it he presumes it's a some sort of bomb He looks down at the ground in front of Brian and realizes what he's tried to do is write a word in the dust. He's in the midst of finishing the last letter and he's trying frantically not to fall over, but he, that is Gillen's, sees Morgan out of the corner of his eye, stops, turns to look at him as much as he can. He has to shift the chair because his face, his head, is taped 
to this office chair. Someone has taken duct tape and run it across his mouth around the back of the chair and just done it a bunch of times. He's breathing through his nose and he's drooling badly out of his mouth as he sort of can't really like breathe around it. But it's been held open for presumably a long time. He seems to have been here for a while because there's evidence that he at some point soiled himself. But as Morgan looks around the room, there are a couple of other entrances and each one has its own tripwire, its own little packet of what he assumes to be explosives. And when he looks down at the floor in front of Gillen's again, he can see that he's tried to scrape the word trap into the dust. Something tells him that this set of little tripwire explosives isn't the only thing he needs to be concerned about, so Morgan very slowly circles the perimeter. He's sort of saying the, the lines you gave me to Brian at the time, telling him he's sort of out of his depth here, and he's sure they're just going to have to try something and hope for the best together. He comes around to where he can see the back of Gillen's chair, and he can see that there's another little packet there, and this one has a more complex device. In fact, it looks like it's a cheap cell phone with some sort of wiring. He would assume, given movies and TV shows that he's seen, that this is a remote detonator. And behind Brian is a, a wall that's mostly windows. This was somebody's corner office. Um, although it's in this sort of tower-like structure, which is round, so it's not really a corner, but... You get what I'm saying. It looks like, uh, I should say, presumably somebody is observing the scene through this window. He, um, given what you told me, it seems like what he would do is this, so I'm going to sort of suggest a scenario, and uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But there are several stories up at this point, so if he were to grab Brian and try and go out the window, um, they would both probably take a lot of damage falling. I mean, he might survive with his armor, but Brian would probably be badly injured or killed. So he wouldn't do that, I assume. Also, jumping out the window with him still in the chair probably wouldn't solve the problem of this, what looks like bomb on the back of the chair. So I'm going to say Morgan tries to disarm or disconnect the thing first. So that would be a disabled device check. I think that's a skill in the system. I presume he doesn't have that as a skill, so it's going to be his probability control plus, I think, intelligence bonus. Morgan's able to figure out the fairly crude explosive that's rigged to the back of Brian Gillens's chair. It, in fact, looks like a detonation setup he's seen on in some tactical manual 
that he found on the internet or something like that. It's a pretty straightforward job to the point where he starts to he starts to get a little bit suspicious and as he's removing a particular wire from this block of explosive he hears Gillen start to make a make an attempt to speak <laughs> kind of thing so he finishes pulling the uh, electricity conducting components out of this block of stuff goes turns turns Gillens around or walks around to look at him grabs the tape around his mouth and with an apology I imagine Something like, sorry, man, uh, this is going to hurt. Sorry about this. He rips the tape off his mouth. And what he learns then is that Gillens had been trying to speak to him around a small device in his mouth. Whoever set up this trap put a grenade in Gillens' mouth and taped the trigger down after the pin had been pulled. So it blows up. Um, So I'm looking at the rules, and it says that a fragmentation grenade does blast explosion 5. I don't remember what that means, but I looked at Morgan's sheet, and between a plus 5, which is armor, it matches the entry for plate mail under archaic armor, which sounds about right, plus 4... Plus four from his con, plus four from his increased toughness. Anyway, Blast Explosion 5 sounds cool, but 5 is less than 13, which is his toughness save. So I'm just going to rule and say that the explosion throws Morgan back and knocks him to the ground, but doesn't do any lasting harm. He maybe has some impact bruises, but they heal up relatively quickly. Or they're going to heal up relatively quickly because of his regeneration power. However, Brian Gillens is extremely dead. Messily so. He is distributed about the room. And um, that's a lot for Morgan to deal with, I imagine. So I'm going to ask you to roll a will save and send me the result. Um, in the meantime, the explosion from that grenade has apparently been um, a signal of some kind because Morgan immediately hears footsteps coming from a lower level up to this level. So I'm going to reiterate a couple things real quick from the roles just so the people listening kind of know where we're at so for everyone there was a couple of roles that were texted back and forth from me and flocky and i'll put the results down in the or i'll put them in the text below but the first one the main one that's happening right now is uh, after what happened to brian 
made my will roll, rolled a 16 and plus seven on that. So that's a 23 and Morgan keeps, keeps it together. Uh, at least, you know, he doesn't collapse in a terrible pile, but something in him definitely breaks something, something snaps that probably hasn't snapped in a really long time. And before, you know, I was saying that he was just done with all these games and everything. And now he's just, he hears this noise of something coming up from below. And his goal right now is to, if it's a person or people or robot or anything, it it doesn't make a difference. He's going to beat it within an inch of its life or them. Uh, No fancy tricks. He's just going to go up to the elevator or stairs or wherever he hears the noise coming from, and he's just going to stand there and wait. And as soon as they show their face or faces or anything, he's just, he's going fucking ape shit. He's just going to beat some faces and he's going to try to get answers. He's not going to be, you know, he's not an intimidating person, but he's just going to beat on them until he gets answers. And if he can't get answers out of them, he's going on the street and not just any random technocrat or strong men, um, anybody who, he's not going to go after them, but anybody who is starting any kind of shit, he's going to beat on them until they give answers. Cause anybody will talk, uh, you know, everybody's got that point where they don't want to get hit anymore. And he's going to find that. Yeah. He's just, he's done something dark and something twisted that has probably always been in him that has only peeked its head out probably a handful of times in his entire life is just erupted. True. You can't go abyssal on me. Well, you can't technically because there aren't abyssals, but (laughs) your last was uh, terrifying. So, um, we may all be relieved to know that someone is coming up the stairs. A couple of things about the setting, uh, the environment. Morgan makes it most of the way down the hall before he sees a person emerge at the top of a staircase. There's about 20 feet left between them. Also, there's a lot of dust in the air, so visibility is bad. Although Morgan isn't breathing anything in because of his suit. His suit filters it out, so there's no breathing hazard. Um, The first two things he notices about the person who comes up the stairs are, one, he has a long gun drawn, and at his shoulder, he's, like, advancing in a combat posture. And part of his gear is a lightweight tactical mask thing. It's got a breather guy and some sort of visor over the face. It doesn't have the sort of silvery blue shine of most of the 
technocrat stuff. They seem to have a consistent aesthetic. There's a lot of blue and white and silver. This doesn't look anything like that. This looks, if anything, because I imagine Morgan would go to Army-Navy surplus-type places himself anyway. This looks like military surplus or something like that.